Welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence, Ask the Experts, a live bi-weekly show to help you know what to do and what's new in digital marketing for 2021 and beyond. Ask questions, suggest topics, and grow faster with actionable insights and proven strategies from the world's leading experts. everybody and welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence, Ask the Experts. Thanks for hanging with us today as we dive into why COVID has changed the way that we do business and work. Today's guest expert who is not only a LinkedIn expert, but I call her a digital marketing guru. She's going to share with us why more than ever, digital marketing and LinkedIn are big keys to being successful. We will welcome our special guest in just a moment. And I want to remind you that all of this incredible information today is brought to you by Engage. If you're not familiar with Engage, Engage is a, an incredible opportunity for you to not only grow and scale your business faster with 25 plus incredible tools, but we also offer a variety of different tools and upgraded basically features that you can also go ahead and utilize to grow and scale your business. Now, we are about to embark on a live stream together. Now, live streams are a great way to grow and scale your business. One of the incredible um, programs that we just launched from Engage is called Engage Live. I want to share with you a little bit more about that optional feature now, and then we'll dive into today's topic, and I'll introduce you to our incredible guest. So as I mentioned, Engage has 25 plus free forever tools that you can use to grow and scale your business. Engage Live is an optional feature that we just launched a couple weeks ago, and it's a way for you, your company, or your club to go ahead and jump into live streaming yourself, just like we're doing today. Let's talk for just a moment about why you should live stream. And this is so simple. Live streaming allows you to not only build trust and sell more, it allows you to engage with unlimited leads expand your reach and scale faster, track results, and grow smarter. Digital marketing right now is all about video. It's all about live streaming. It's all about interactions. So these are just a few of the reasons why live streaming is a great way to grow and scale your business. So why use our new program, Engage Live? We can help you prove, uh, excuse me, with proven show strategy we can give you access to streaming software, provide you with email, script, and media kit templates. We can even offer you a moderator. Maybe you want to do a live stream, but you don't have a host. We've got you covered. We can help you promote your show, provide you with repurposed video and analytics. This can go one of two ways. We can do all of this for you, or we can teach you and you can do it yourself. So make sure at the end of our program today, you check out engage.com and I'll put up our website right there, www.engage.com. And you can also visit engagelive.com if you're interested in more about our live stream program. If I seem a little jostled, by the way, 
it's because I was on vacation before our show. I was eating a salad and I was getting ready to invite our guest in. And she messaged me and said, hey, Marissa, aren't we going live at noon? And I said, oh, Karen, you are right. <laughs> noon, here we are. And here, here we, we are. are, noon o'clock, not 12.30. So if I seemed a little flustered as I got our show started, it's because, well, I was. So I just want to own that and welcome you all to our show. Now, Karen Yankovich is joining us live from New Jersey, right, Karen? Yep. Yeah, that's right. Jersey girl in the house. If you don't know who Karen is, you need to. Karen is known as our LinkedIn go-to. She is the host of Good Girls Get Rich, the podcast, and she's been quoted in the Huffington Post, the social media today, and other publications where she talks with authority about the importance of women creating a magnetic and profitable LinkedIn strategy. What makes Karen different from all the other experts is that she helps women to step away from the noise and get right to the point using LinkedIn for up-leveled business relationships. And you can visit KarenYankovich.com for more information about what Karen does after the show. We'll give you that information. But today she's here to help us understand how COVID has really changed the way we've done business, right? And help us understand why LinkedIn and digital marketing are incredible places to be and incredible tools to use to build your success, especially now that the world has been forever changed. So Karen, welcome to, sh to the show. Thanks for getting me on, on target <laughs> with our I'm time. I'm happy to be here, Marissa. And I'm, you know, listen, I'm go we're going with it. It's all good. It's all good. It's, it's kind of funny because as we know, things have forever changed and now we're relying more than ever on social media, on, you know, these different tools to help us connect, to help us grow our business. And I think more than ever, we're all multitasking and juggling because almost because it's a little easier to be in more than one place at once, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, I think that's true. I don't know. Think, I don't necessarily think that the multitasking part is a good thing because right. I think that... I think for me, what happened when, you know, the world went virtual is that my virtual world, world exploded. Like I literally had to put out a message to people in my programs and the people that work for me. Like, I love you, but if you message me on Facebook, I may not see it. <laughs> you know, like this is the way to, for me to see your message to me because I feel like everything got so noisy. Right. And then it was, and then it, we had to quickly learn how to shift to be able to to sustain what we wanted to sustain and be responsive to the people we wanted and we want to be responsive to everyone right but there is a little bit of a hierarchy you know if you're on my team or you paid me or you need something from me that i promised then you, i want you to come up first but what was happening was it got really really noisy so i think the multitasking kind of almost force is forcing us to be more organized with our digital life what do you think do you do you agree with that marissa I agree so much. And we're going to dive into our talk in just a moment. And I'll share a slide for those of you tuning in on LinkedIn Live and Facebook so you can follow along with our talk today. But before we dive into how we are going to do our best, right, at representing ourselves and our brand and our company and our business in this new digital arena, Karen, tell us a little bit more about how you got into LinkedIn specifically and your podcast, Good Girls. Yeah. So, you know, my, I, I'm a little older than social media. My sales experience started when we were literally doing cold calls. Like, you know, I don't want to tell you where we were getting our leads from, but trust me, it's, it was, you know, you may have heard of them as the yellow pages, right? So, you know, literally picking up the phone and interrupting people's dinner, right? And 
at the end of the day, what was selling then and what is still selling now was relationships, right? At the time, you know, we didn't really care about the, who was having dinner, who what you had for dinner, right? For the, the people you were buying from, but that has changed, right? But, but so initially, um, my sales background was really about building relationships, building relationships with the clients, really serving them at a high level. How can you do that? And my previous experience was all in the IT world. And, you know, in the 80s and 90s, I was the only, often the only woman in the room. So I had to be confident, even if I wasn't all that confident, right? I had to know what I didn't know. I'm not talking, I don't want to say I'm, you had to make things up because it's not about that. But I had to portray confidence because if I didn't, I would have never gotten a word in edgewise, right? So, so that's kind of how I started my career. Um, when social media came to be a thing, it really was a sweet spot for me because it blended the geeky techie stuff that I loved with my ability to naturally build relationships and, and, and foster relationship building in a business environment. But what I was doing, I kept finding that, you know, when people would come to me and they're like, I'm selling this pen, we have great pens and I want you to market this great pen. I'd be like, yeah, but you know, 20 years ago, we didn't care what you had for lunch. Today we do. Today we want to know more about the people we do business with. So before we start marketing your business brand, I want us to take a look at your personal brands. So I started to do that just naturally because that's what came natural to me. And then that led to me really focusing on LinkedIn. Um, and then eventually only focusing on LinkedIn. And then from there, even niching down even further to really supporting women on LinkedIn, which is where the podcast came from. You know, Good Girls Get Rich really stands for when you're doing what you love to do, you're and what you do better than, you know, that what you do naturally really well and that you love to do, that's where the abundance comes into your life. So LinkedIn is the place to shine a light on that and to really build relationships from that level. I love that. And I love the title, Good Girls Get Rich. That's a catchy title. And I think you're right. If you do something you love and you're passionate about it, and as we're learning today and going to learn from you, you really take the time to ask yourself, I think, how you can be better and what you can continue to improve. I think that's incredibly important because we all know this digital world is changing so yes. fast. Yes. And you know what, Karen, you just mentioned cold calling. You mentioned the yellow pages What's crazy is it wasn't that long ago because I'm I'm in that class of people too. No, it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't. So <sighs> when you think about how we got our leads from the yellow pages or door to door, yep. and anybody watching right now probably can relate, you realize how fast digital, the digital yep. world and technology is actually moving. Yeah. So, well, let me pop up a slide for our visitors on LinkedIn and slowly everybody's creeping in. We've also got a couple visitors on Facebook. Please leave awesome. us know in the comments. Let us know where you're joining us from today. And if you're late joining us to the show, our guest today is joining us live from New Jersey. Her name is Karen Yankovich, and she is not only a LinkedIn expert, she's a podcast host. And we're going to get into our talk now about how COVID has changed the way that we have done business, the way we're doing business, and why LinkedIn and digital marketing are so incredibly important for you to dive into and really, I want to say be good at, which is so basic, but it's true. You have to be good at LinkedIn. You can't just be on LinkedIn, right? Mm -hmm. So let me go ahead and share a, an outline for us today and for our talk. So again, talking about COVID and the way it's changed, the way we do business, how digital marketing and LinkedIn are so incredibly important more than ever for your success. So we'll talk about why LinkedIn 
um, why LinkedIn compared to other social media? And this is where Karen is going to shine because she is really a go-to expert on LinkedIn. So be thankful to have her here today. Drop your questions in the comment section. We'll also talk about why LinkedIn is so important now more than ever. What mistakes Karen sees the most on LinkedIn, things you can do to avoid those mistakes. And then what are the first steps to take, whether that's the first step to being more proactive and involved on LinkedIn, or maybe even some of the first steps to avoid some of those mistakes. So Karen, let's talk first about why LinkedIn is um, maybe the appropriate, I don't know if that's the right word, but the appropriate choice um, for many businesses over some of the other social media outlets. Okay, this this question alone could take up this whole time, but I'll, I'll keep it brief. So first of all, LinkedIn is really the only social media site that's all business, right? Like on Facebook or Instagram, I'm not knocking any of those, but it's, you know, you don't really know if it's all, you don't really know what people are building relationships for. On LinkedIn, and this is something I think people don't really think about, you know, when you walk into a business networking event, like in New Jersey, in the US, the Chamber of Commerce networking event, or, you know, whatever meeting kind of go you go to, you're walking in there, you know everybody's there to further their business because they wouldn't be there if they weren't, right? So you don't have to walk up to people and say, hey, I'm Karen, I teach LinkedIn marketing, you should check it out, right? You can introduce yourself, and and but everybody knows you're there to grow your business. That's the same mindset you really need to have on LinkedIn. You don't have to immediately pitch people because people know you're there to, to grow your business or you wouldn't be there in the first place, right? So I think that's one reason why LinkedIn really stands out from the other. I don't even really look at LinkedIn as social media, to be honest. It's virtual networking. And I think that that's primarily, you know, the the reason to do that is that it's it's all business. Um, there's, there's so many other, Wait, so many other roads I can go down with this. You know, um, you talked a lot about your, you know, for your business, but really when we're talking about LinkedIn, we're talking about for ourselves, right? Yes, you know, I, I for me, they're kind of one and the same, right? My personal brand is very intertwined with my business brand, but many are not. But when the when your business brand, when your personal brand is elevated, it immediately elevates your business brand, right? So, so, taking like shifting your mindset a little bit around um social media and understanding that you've got to show up and think like the person that you like a lot of people look at linkedin as, as an online resume right a resume is all about who you used to be i want you to think about the person you're becoming like dress for the job you want and start to show up as that person when you interact with people on linkedin and that's where we start to see shifts made and success happen when you're thinking bigger and thinking like you know, and using LinkedIn less as a social media tool to just kind of pay some lip service to you because it's on your to-do list and more as a place to build relationships at that high level with the people that can change your business and your life. Great points. And I think the first thing that you started with was the idea that LinkedIn is the only place right now for business. And, and, and I think for the most part too, business to business, as opposed to business to con customer or consumer, right? Um, I'm going to say yes. And yes. yes. And go ahead. You said yes. And yes, or yes. And no, I'm no. Saying yes. And okay. The reality is even if you're B2C, mm -hmm. you can build relationships on LinkedIn. Like let's, let me think of a B2C example. Like maybe a realtor is B2C, right? They sell to consumers, mm -hmm. but when you are on LinkedIn and you're showing up as an influencer, you're going to stand out from the rest of the crowd. You can build relationships on LinkedIn with 
for example, um, the press, right? Who writes about real estate in your community? Are you using LinkedIn to show up as an influencer and build relationships with them so that when there's a listing appointment and you have competition, you're saying, well, when I was NBC News as housing price specialist, right? You're standing out from the crowd. So there's lots of ways to use LinkedIn to elevate your business and elevate your bank account, even if your business is B2C. I never would have thought of it that way. It's almost like you you just have to flip the script and realize at the end of the day, business always comes from connections, right? Yeah. And whether it's a connection that helps your reputation, like mm -hmm. you just shared, or it's that um, our show yesterday, we were talking about sometimes you make connections and ultimately that first connection isn't going to be a customer but that connection is going to lead you to. Yes. Yes. And isn't that a beautiful thing? Isn't it better to reach out to somebody and say, Hey, you know what? I'd love to chat. It looks like we have a similar audience. Maybe there's opportunities to collaborate. Wouldn't you rather get that message on LinkedIn than somebody that says, Hey, I've got this thing you should buy. Absolutely. And so, strategic partnerships are huge right now. Collaborating. Right. Um, you know, when one client might be worth a hundred bucks or a million bucks, but 10, 10 clients that a strategic partnership can bring you 10 times as that, right? So, so why LinkedIn is for the bigger opportunities, not for, you know, it's not where you sell your pen. It's where you get a distributor for somebody to buy a million of your pens. Bam. I love that. I love that. And this is why good girls get rich. Yeah. According to Karen Yankovic, I love it so much. Absolutely. Okay, let's talk about that. And that was a great way. I know we could, each of these topics that we're talking about or subtopics of today's topic, we could talk for hours on. Mm -hmm. So unfortunately, we've got about 45 minutes. So thank you for really diving into that first question about LinkedIn compared to other social media. Let's talk now about why LinkedIn is more important than ever post I don't even like using the P word anymore, but we all know what you mean. You don't have to say, yeah, why is LinkedIn so important post the crazy so so I, I, I mentioned it earlier, LinkedIn is really best used for virtual networking. And we just spent a year virtual networking and we realized how much it works, how well it works. Right. So, for example, you know, I used to live about two hours from where I live now. I spent the last year going to meetings, going to local chamber of commerce meetings two hours to me that I never would have been able to go to in person. Right. I never would have done that. I cannot tell you the opportunities that I got from being able to do more virtual networking. Now, listen, I'm actually going today after this call, a couple hours later, I'm going to my first in-person networking meeting. So I'm excited about that. I'm not saying I don't want in-person networking meetings, but but what we've learned is that this virtual stuff works on a, in a lot of ways. So let me take this another step down the road. You're, you're going to a meeting, a virtual networking meeting or virtual anything, right? It could just be a Zoom meeting, you know, for a new client or for whatever. You want to be strategic, right? Maybe there's 20 people at that meeting and you don't need all 20 of them necessarily to be in your world. But let's say there's two that you're like, I really want to follow up with these two people. Using LinkedIn to follow up with them the next day and saying, so great to meet you yesterday at this blah, blah, blah event. If you've done the work first to really position yourself as an influential, having a great LinkedIn profile um, is a great way to follow up with all this virtual stuff we've been doing. And even though we're getting to do more in-person stuff, because we've seen how well this virtual stuff works, it's not going away. It's not going completely away. Right. There will be a virtual component, I think, to many conferences moving forward. Right. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if you 
you know, like you, first of all, if you connect on Facebook right after that, sometimes it's a little too soon, right? Like I just, I don't really know you. I don't really want to connect on Facebook, but if you use LinkedIn to follow up with the people, not all the people, but the few people that could be really valuable to you and showing up as an influencer, like there's, if there's 20 people in that, that, at that event, you, I promise you all 20 aren't going to have a great LinkedIn profile, right? If you do, you stand out. Right? You're taking the time to make sure that you're offering a great first impression and that's not going to go away. So this is more LinkedIn has been more important in the last year than it's ever, ever been. I agree 100%. And I know our audience agrees as well. If you guys have comments or questions or maybe you're confused about some of the new features on LinkedIn, go ahead and drop your comments in the comment section. I agree with everything you're sharing because again, it's another outlet an opportunity to further a connection in a way that you can't always do in person either. Maybe you, just like today, someone might be listening to you speak, right? And if they couldn't connect with you on LinkedIn, maybe they wouldn't have a way to reach out to you and say they really enjoyed your talk today. So maybe you don't talk in person to the speaker, but being able to connect with them on LinkedIn after their talk is wonderful. And I think LinkedIn is so incredible now more than ever because they have so many new features. Yes, um, yes. Digital engagement, LinkedIn Live, which we're on right now, is an, an incredible way to further your business, get your message out there, connect with people, invite other people to be interactive with you. This whole voice messaging option or sending yeah. video messages really allows you to personalize your, um, yeah. your communications with people as well. Yeah, LinkedIn just rolled out creator mode. They rolled out the opportunity to have a um, a profile video, like a, a profile little video instead of a, just a photo or in addition to just a photo. There's a mm -hmm. LinkedIn is really doing a good job to help us create great personal brands, right? And that's what this really is. Your personal brand is important. People throw your name in a Google search, whether you believe it or not. And by the way, if you go to your LinkedIn profile um, and you look at your actual profile and everybody has this feature, you look at your actual profile, there's a section that says your dashboard. This is not just, you don't just have it if you have premium. It says your dashboard. And on that dashboard, it tells you how many times you've come up in search appearances and how many times your profile has been view viewed. So even if you think, well, no one's looking at me on LinkedIn, I don't need to do this. Look at those numbers. If there's more than one on there, you are coming up in searches. You are coming up and being visible. So why not take the time to make a great first impression and maybe land some business opportunities, right? You're leaving money on the table if you don't do this. It is happening more and more every single day. And I think to tie into that, I noticed, and it doesn't show up every week, which is interesting, but it will tell you often a keyword that you were found for. And it's important. Oh, go ahead. What we're going to say, I'll let you chime right in. Yeah, no, it should. Here's the deal. The more often you, you, you can, if you click that number of times you've come up in search appearances in that dashboard, it will show you every week the keywords that you came up for. Mm. It, that is there for you all the time. Now it may not be there if you're not all that active, but I know you're pretty active, Marissa. So mm -hmm. I can't imagine that, that you're not active enough for it to come up every week. But if you click that number of how many times you come up in search appearances on your dashboard, it'll tell you every week what those keywords are. Why not? LinkedIn is LinkedIn. Now, I don't know if this is true, but I was told by somebody that works for LinkedIn that LinkedIn is the number one content hub on the internet. So think about the SEO benefits. If you're taking time to create some keyword strategies so that you're coming up more and more and more, you know, listen, we love, 
when, you know, we love like doing things like, you know, ads and, and things like that, getting our content in front of people we hope are interested in what we do. But when you're coming up in keywords, you're coming up for things that people are searching for. So you, they, you know, they're interested in what you do, right? So mm -hmm. taking some time to create a great keyword strategy for your LinkedIn profile was not something I thought we were going to be talking about today, but it is so <laughs> important, so important. Uh, I think it's interesting too, because you spoke at the top of our show about how it's incredibly important to, you know, dress for the role you want to have, put the mm -hmm. energy out for the people you want to, you know, connect with. And right. it's a lot of perception, right? Um, people perceive what they want to perceive, but you also can influence that. But the same goes with, um, getting the information onto your LinkedIn page that is specific for the roles you want to have versus yes. maybe the roles you've had in the past. Exactly. Right? exactly. If you have maybe been a customer service representative in the past, and those are all the words and information and, you know, business experiences that you're sharing on your page and you're not sharing that you want to move into event management or, right. you know, um, you're going to start getting targeted from people looking for what you were and not what you're right. looking to, to and be. And that's still going to always happen. Like if you're looking, yeah. if you're checking every week, what keywords, cause they do change every week. If you're checking every week, what keywords you're coming up for, you are occasionally going to come up for customer service representative. If that's what you did, you can't micromanage this process, but you can, you can, like, I love that. I come up every week. The word speaker is always in there. And I love doing that. I'm really looking forward to getting back on a stage somewhere with a microphone in my hand. Right. So I love that. I come up if people are searching and for a speaker and my profile comes up, that's what I want. Right. So I, I don't care if I come up for things occasionally that don't make sense because it is going to happen. Right. Makes sense. Makes total sense. If you could micromanage it, oh my goodness, I feel like we'd all be like on our computers all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's funny is, Karen, this is a perfect example, by the way, of how easily you can build a connection through LinkedIn because you and I have known each other virtually for only about maybe four weeks, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe five. And for you to say, oh, Marissa, I see you're very active on LinkedIn just goes to show you that when you connect with people and you are, you know, getting content out there, hosting live streams, you know, posting content and commenting and engaging and all of those things. Karen, I've only known you for five weeks. We've spoken twice. We've done a right. few emails. But for you to kind of know my patterns on LinkedIn says a lot. You know, so don't and forget you know what? Me. Here's the deal. That's but that isn't how cool is that? You know, I mean, I love you and I'd love to see explore what else is around for us. But at the end of the day, take that even further. Like, who is it in your world that you would like to be a bigger part? You would, Who is it that you would like to have a bigger part of your world? And I'm not going to say stalk them on LinkedIn, but I am going to say be, pay attention, right? Pay attention, comment on what they share, share what they share with your audience, tell, you know, tag them and tell them how much you love their content. It's a great way to build relationships with people you just didn't think you had access to before. Amazing. Well, let's talk then. And I feel like this is another topic, Karen, that you could probably talk for days on. But how about the mistakes that you see people making most often, whether it's on LinkedIn specifically or maybe digitally? Um, yeah. One, one thing I think of that might lead this this moment is like the lack of consistency. Um, it seems simple to me, but having like one picture as your profile picture on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. 
-hmm. and then a different picture on Facebook and then yes, a different the picture on consistency. I agree. Different, yeah. Yeah. So what about cons consistency is something that I think of right away. Um, yeah. Yeah. Certainly address that, but I'd love to hear. I love, no, I think you're right. I think you're right about consistency. Mm -hmm. I would say even more important than that is the understanding that at the end of the day, nobody really cares about you. <laughs> right? They care about what you can do for them. And so many people write their profile like a resume, right? And talk about, you know, all the things they've done. And maybe it's amazing. And I want you to look amazing. I want you to look like an absolute rock star. But like, let's say you're a financial planner and you're writing your profile and you've got all these letters after your name and you've, you know, had all these great successes and you've won all these awards. You're just like a lot of other people on LinkedIn, right? But if you shift the energy of that, and say, I'm a great financial planner with all these awards and all these letters that helps women over 50 create enough wealth to retire at 60. Now you're still telling me about you, but you're making it about me. And now I'm like, ooh, I need to talk to her, right? If you're yeah. a realtor and your expertise is millennials, you have a ton of competition, right? If somebody says, who do you know as a realtor? I can throw out 20 names. But if somebody says, hey, my kid's buying a house in your town, who do you recommend? I can say, well, Mary supports millennials. So I would start with her. Right. So so talk about who you support and how you support them, because that's where the money is. Right. When you talk less about yours, you still have to talk about yourself. Right. People are coming to LinkedIn to learn about you, but do it with the eye on telling me how you help me. Like even if you started by saying, you know, the most my favorite time of the week is when we have a Q&A call in my program and I get to hear all of the women in my program talk about, you know, all the millions of dollars they made this month, right? Like whatever that is, right? You're still telling me about you, but I'm like, wait, I want that, right? I want that. So that's the biggest mistake. I, I spoke to someone this morning and I hope if you're listening, you don't mind, I'm not going to identify who you are, but she's got a ton of publicity, written a couple books, doing a ton of great things. And her profile is really all about all of that. And I said, you know, here's the deal. Like this is all that stuff you have is going to give you, it gives you so much great credibility so that you can land the big clients, but nowhere does it tell me how, yeah, I know if I hire you, I can, you can help me, but there's a lot of you, right? A lot of people that do what you do. Tell me what makes you different. Tell me why you, right? Why you? And now I'm going to be like, wait, I want that. So that's the biggest thing. People don't realize that you have to tell people why, what's in it for them. Right. Not just what you've done. Because right. also that, just that alone, switching or shifting your focus to what yeah. you can do for them immediately helps to build trust and right. engage. We're all about our tools, not just being tools, right. but tools that help to build trust, help to make things right. for your customers. You have to think about what is the end result. Mm -hmm start there and work backwards. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I think that's really the biggest thing is we can market and market and market and market, but you've got to tell people why you. Why you. Interesting. So good. So juicy. So good. Um, let's see. Any other big mistakes that, you know, come to mind as kind of jarring yeah. red flags for you? Yeah. Um, you know, I think that people underestimate the the branding value, and you mentioned this earlier a little bit too, the branding value of LinkedIn, not just from the consistency standpoint, but from a standpoint of like, are you sharing your videos? Are you using the LinkedIn featured section to, to tell people exactly what you want them to do next? Are you, 
you know, are you, do you have a great header image? And a great header image does not have to be designed by somebody for $10,000. If you are, you know, I, I don't know, I have a realtor on the brain today, but if you're a realtor, take a beautiful picture of a park in your town, right? You know, and, and use that. Like, but do some, like create, make people look, make it look like you're paying attention and that you are, you know, really create the brand of you. And honestly, if you're just starting out in business, I think that it's more important that you spend time on that than your website. I really do. Because I think that you are who people are hiring, right? And then mm-hmm. you, you about ultimately want to have a digital footprint, right? And that includes your website and all of the other things. But initially, you know, focus on the focus on where the money is, right? Focus on meeting, building relationships, using tools like Engage to stay top of mind with those relationships and getting on the phone with those people and bringing some money in, right, first. And then you can start to build out some of all that other stuff. When you just shared the example of a realtor using a photo of a park, it's so weird, but my mind went to, it's kind of like if you're hosting your dream recruiter over for dinner, right? You're going to show up how you want to be perceived in the new role, meaning your profile picture is going to have you dressed for success or however you would go to that interview. And then your table is your LinkedIn profile. So you set a beautiful place setting in that banner, right? Something that's engaging, something that shows you're relevant, not a photo from 1972, you know, not just something. No cats and dogs and babies in your picture. Wait, say that again. No cats and dogs or babies in your picture. Exactly. And then you want a place also for your guest for dinner, your recruiter, you want a place for them to maybe go. So maybe somewhere you are going to have a call to action to maybe go to your website or or you're going to have the video of you speaking somewhere if you're a speaker. One thing I want to mention that I think is, is very important is that LinkedIn also promotes online recruitment um, via, you know, versus in-person interviews. And, mm-hmm. and you have the chance now to really show recruiters who you are right. through some of the new features as well, like the, the personal profile videos. Have you used the personal profile video feature yet? Or um, I don't have the full personal, I don't have the full video. I just, I have the, um, I can't even think of what it's called right now, but there's the little the video in the, in the face. The LinkedIn yeah. story, I think it's called maybe. Yeah, no, we have, there's the, I do have LinkedIn stories. I, I, ha, I use the little video in there. Like a great place to use a video is in your featured section. Um, so there's so many things like Marissa, I don't even know if, I don't know if it'll be the case for you because this is being, is this is being hosted, this LinkedIn live is being hosted by you, Marissa, or by Engage? No, it's through Engage. Okay. So did you know that if you were, ho- like I have LinkedIn live for my personal profile, if I'm live on LinkedIn, it actually plays in my banner image. Right. So cool things come up, like really cool. There's so many cool things like that that you can do that make you stand out from the crowd. You know, and and I I use the example, if you move into a new town, right, and you need a dry cleaners and there's two dry cleaners in town and one has beautiful flowers by the front door and a big welcome sign and all this cool stuff. And the other one, the door's falling off the hinges and it's dirty and gross. Like, where are you? Who are you giving your business to? Right. You're going to the one that feels more welcoming. You have no idea who's a better dry cleaner. Right. But the right. one that's more welcoming made you feel more welcome and want and to take the next step to at least try their services out. That is the same with LinkedIn. It's on us to create that welcoming feeling to recruit to recruiters, to people that want to hire us, to, you know, customers, whatever it is you're using LinkedIn to do. You've got to do that or they're going to go to somebody else that looks better than you look. And you're going to be sitting there going, why didn't I get that opportunity? 
right? This is, you do this one time. Like you don't have to do this every day. You do it one time. You have to update it, right? But take some, you know, takes a little bit of time up front, but once it's done, it just changes everything. And this is so important now more than ever yes. because the crazy yes. times we went through in 2020 has really shifted the way that people perceive digital marketing and perceive connections virtually. It's it's completely changed and people are so much more open to this as a opportunity now than they were before, which is why your digital presence has to be just as polished, if not more polished than your paper resume in your folder and your business suit ready to put on before you walk out the door to an in-person interview. You need to take all the care that you used to take to do that yeah. and now channel that into your online presence. Yeah, okay. I mean, throw your name in a Google search, see what comes up. Are you happy with it? You can control that. You can control that, right? So the the, men, the woman that I was mentioning earlier, she had so much publicity. I said to her, do you know when I throw your name in a Google search, you have 10 pages. Do you have any idea how valuable that is for you to land those corporate clients? You know, but she, but there's, so there's just, sometimes it's just a few little tweaks you need to make. You can control that by building relationships with journalists, right? To get you more press, get you featured on podcasts and things like that. There are so many ways to do this. And LinkedIn is the hub for all of that. I love it. I love it so much. I've never been more excited about LinkedIn than ever before because there are so many new tools we have people like you karen that know so much you're like a go-to linkedin expert and so when we host these talks and we get to share all these great tips from someone like you it gets me excited because you don't realize the power of the LinkedIn tool and the power of digital marketing now yes. and it's the kind of thing we just talked about how Back in the day, maybe you use the yellow pages to get leads, but how back in the day wasn't that long ago. Right. Uh, so right. just as fast as things have, have gone yeah. from yellow pages to LinkedIn, think about how fast LinkedIn is going to continue to push forward with changes and, you know, evolving with the time, you know, five years from now, we're going to be on a whole different level. And if you don't yeah. take the steps today to, to be a part of this, you're going to be yeah. out of the game you're gonna be out of the and game here's the thing where it can happen quickly it doesn't have to take a long time if you've done the homework right if you've got a great profile and have done all that work and then cons I, I refer to linkedin as my money tree right but as all trees you need to water it it needs consistent care right, right. so if you are consistently connecting with people consistently and i don't mean 100 a month i mean five maybe a week at the most because if your goal is truly to get on the phone with these people you're going to do a little bit of research ahead of time you're going to connect with these people you're going to not immediately pitch them right you there might be reasons hey we're both members of this organization but you're doing it in a very strategic way it happens fast it happens fast and it can happen fast for you too, um, you know, if you put some focused attention on where the money is and the money's on LinkedIn. Well, and then you can pay people to do all that other stuff. So great, so great. Let's talk a little bit about watering the money tree. And first, before we do that, let's talk about how our audience can connect with you after the show. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put your LinkedIn profile right up there for everybody. Perfect. That's a great way. I would love for you to connect with me there. I'm at Karen, I mean, consistent branding, right? I'm at Karen Yankovich across all social media. So by all means, connect with me there. Um, you know, we, we, that, and that's the best, best way to do that is to connect with me on LinkedIn. But let me know that where you, where you came across me, that we, that you met me through Marissa's show, um, you know, through the Engage show so that I know, you know, I know I have some context for the relationship. I, you know, because I teach this stuff, I get a lot of connection requests, but here's the deal. 
this is where this is how this is exactly what I want you to do, right? If you're watching something and you think that the person it could be maybe it's a virtual conference and there's 25 speakers at the virtual conference, but there's three of them that you think could be you really want to get to know better. Connect with them on LinkedIn after the conference. Of course, if your profile is great, it makes it more valuable. And tell them, I heard you, I watched you at this conference. I loved when you talked about this, this, and this. I promise you, as a conference speaker, I appreciate that. It doesn't happen that often, right? And I teach LinkedIn, okay? So, so it's a great way to build relationships. If you think that there's something that we can collaborate on, let me know, right? And and do this consistently. That is a part of watering your money tree. Sure, you can follow me on LinkedIn if you just want to watch my stuff, or on Twitter, or on Instagram, or wherever. Um, you know, but if you if there, if you think there's an opportunity to collaborate, then let me know that and do that consistently across some of the other platforms that you have, and that will. That is that that is where the money is, right? It's in those collaborations. It's in those strategic partnerships. And just something as simple as letting Karen know that you heard her podcast on the Engage podcast or that you watched this on a replay, you know, through our mm -hmm. webinar link. We'll have all those links yeah. available for you. But letting her know that you appreciated her talk or even mentioning one one bullet point that she yeah. talked about. Um, shows that you're also not out there just mass connecting with people and it's yes. that you're focused as well. And, and I pay more attention then, right? Like right. I have a podcast, we have a guest every other show. So twice a month we have a guest on our show. I get gazillions of pitches for people to be on my show. Half of them are totally not a fit on the pit, upon pit. Like I don't even know why they're pitching me, but I know that they're either paying somebody or spending a lot of time pitching a ton of people. Mm -hmm. Then there's the people that say, Oh my gosh, just listen to Good Girls Get Rich episode 25 by at Karen Yankovich on LinkedIn, talking a little bit about what they liked about that podcast and sharing it with their network. I see that. Other podcast hosts see that. Okay. So, so if you're looking to get on podcasts, then use LinkedIn, connect with the hosts on, 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 you know, on LinkedIn, tell them what you loved about their show, do it maybe more than once. And if you think at that point that there's a fit for you to be a guest on their show, maybe pitch them at that point, then say, Hey, I'd love to, you know, I've got a great idea. I'd love to talk about this. I think your audience would love this. I've kind of checked through your episodes and I don't see anything about this. How do you feel about that? I would love that, right? As opposed to just tons and tons of cold pitches. It probably takes you less time, but it feels like more time because it's actual like focused, it's not busy work, it's actual pay attention and do some research work, listen to the couple of shows, but I think you're gonna have more success and that's what I want for you. I want you to have more influence and more success. And break it down to the basics. If, if you wanna be on someone's podcast, Shouldn't you listen to their podcast? Right. Know how their podcast is laid out, the format. Yeah. Know that at the end, the host plays a game with you called What right. Color Are Your Socks? Like, shouldn't right. you know what you're getting into? And it's people just want, it's again, that instant gratification. They want the results. They want the fame, the likes, the follows. But ultimately, if you don't do your homework, you're, if you don't do your homework to get on the podcast, something tells me you're not going to do your homework to follow up and build connections, you know, that stem from the podcast anyway. So right. you're just wasting your time. 100%. Yeah. I mean, there's so many, there's so many other ways, you know, I, other ways to, to use the same strategy. Let's say you're, I have a client who went to a conference in India a couple of years ago and she didn't know a soul. She was going to be speaking at this conference, didn't know a soul. So what we did was we took the speaker list and we sat down ahead of time and had her connect with some of the speakers on LinkedIn, just the ones she thought she had something in common with. 
by the time she went to India, she had lunch dates, dinner dates. Like she oh. felt so much more comfortable going there because she used LinkedIn to build actual relationships with people she actually wanted to meet. How many times have you gone to a conference and then left four days later going, I, what just happened? Right? Like, did I actually get anything out of that conference? Imagine if you did some pre-work and used LinkedIn to, I actually have, I don't know, I can't really reach them. I actually have like Dunkin' Donuts gift cards that I bring to conferences where I speak in person and I give them out to people that, that connected with me on LinkedIn beforehand. I promise you, I am not gonna go broke giving out Dunkin' Donuts gift cards because <laughs> it doesn't happen and I teach LinkedIn, right? So be that person, be the person using LinkedIn to build relationships in all areas. You're doing this stuff anyway, right? Why not? Do, dive a little deeper into what you're already doing instead of just doing more stuff that we don't have time to do anyway. I'm busy work. Well, the last thing I really want to share is this waterthatmoneytree.com. And it's it's how good girls get rich. What can our audience find at waterthatmoneytree.com? So here's the thing. I gave you a lot of like strategies and tactical stuff, but a lot of the success that I know happens on LinkedIn happens when you shift your mindset around it, shifting your mindset from resume to your personal brand, right? So watertheatmoneytree.com is a, is a free workshop. We don't sell anything. You're not going to get sold anything on that workshop. It's just, a, it's just all content where we just teach you the, I, the shifts that I know. If you make these shifts, you'll start to have more success on LinkedIn. And it's less about, you know, sign here, dot there, do this and more about think differently. Um, yes, there's some tactical stuff too, but a lot of it is about the mindset shift because that's where the, that's what has to happen first before you can start really breeding those hundred dollar bills, pulling those hundred dollar bills off that money tree. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us. After our show, I have it up here for you to screenshot. Visit waterthatmoneytree.com. Karen is offering you a free workshop. She promises she's not trying to bait and switch you. She is willing to give you some of her insights and information and tactics for free to help you on your LinkedIn journey and also to help you shift your focus. And I think that's that's one of the main takeaways I'm getting from our talk today, Karen. It's shifting your focus to not what you do, what you can do. What need are you going to fill yes. for a client? Right. That's huge. And then obviously mistakes people make is not being consistent or thinking they can just fill in the blanks and put their resume up and and just do the bare minimum and stand out when in actuality we all know it's, it's so much further from the truth. Put the energy into a profile. Maybe even hire somebody like Karen to help walk you through how to do it right the first time. Because as Karen shared with us, you only have to do this once. It's like right. building a beautiful home. Build a good foundation. Build it with, let's call it our digital home, right? Build right. it with the right features and functions and uh, thermometers and digital settings and all this great monitors. Everything you need to have this amazing digital home. You only have to do that once. Right. And then you get the go and change your kitchen countertops every now and then if you want. Right. But at Wait, least that, foundation you can still yeah. go in and change the kitchen countertops if you decide you want to if things something shifted. It's not permanent. Right. right. It's, it, can, it can always be changed. Yeah. I you can always that, upgrade. You can always upgrade, but it's harder to upgrade when the foundation is creaky. Yeah. Right? So all about a solid LinkedIn foundation. And, you know, one thing we really didn't talk about that I just want to kind of leave your people with is I know everybody's getting a lot of spam from people on LinkedIn, and I don't want you to be doing that. I want, you know, I I want you to understand that when you build relationships at that high level, when you start to think about yourself as influential and you're building relationships at that level, the money follows, right? If you go straight for the money, you're 
driving your people crazy, they're going to disconnect from you. But when you when you shift your energy to influencer and you really start to think about the bigger opportunities first, the money follows. You don't have to be pitching on LinkedIn ever to make it the most profitable platform you use. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Well, Karen, I appreciate your time today. I want to thank you so much for joining us. And for those of you who are just joining us, maybe you missed our talk. You can share this link with colleagues or friends that you think might benefit from some of Karen's tips and insights. You can also replay the show to get links to follow Karen and to visit her site, waterthatmoneytree.com. I, I used to always say goodbye to our guests at this point and then share our engaged digital marketing news of the week. But Karen, I'm going to ask you to stick around okay. for just one more minute because this week's digital marketing news of the week has to do with LinkedIn. So. I would love uh, just a little insight from you and a comment on our engaged digital marketing news of the week for this week. So this week's engaged digital marketing news of the week is the first in a five part series on how to get the most out of your LinkedIn company page. So we're going to kind of switch the focus for a minute to company pages. And we're starting off very basic this week, and we're going to revisit this for the next five weeks and continue to get a little more in depth. So Karen, have a listen and tell me what you think. Are we on the mark with this? So obviously, and I know Karen will agree with this, your LinkedIn page, your company page is a place to share, connect, and grow your business, right? It's a tool for building awareness, authority, and trust. And best of all, the potential reach and impact of your LinkedIn page increases as your followers and your connections increase. So today we're sharing the first of five effective techniques to organically attract more followers to your company page. And this may seem basic, but we got to start somewhere. So first, Karen, we're sharing it's so important to obviously complete your page basics, right? Fill in your overview, the logo, organization info, and a call to action button. Then you want to be sure to include pertinent keywords in your business description as LinkedIn pages are obviously crawled by search engines. And then you want to add a follow button on your blog, your website, or newsletters to make it easier for people to find you somewhere else and then be able to connect to your LinkedIn company page. And then next, encourage your first degree connections to jump aboard and invite them to follow you on your company page. And then last, we thought it'd be a great idea to actually paste a link to your company's LinkedIn page in your email signature, or perhaps include it on other social media profiles. Small things and very basic, but one of the things people are really kind of constantly, I don't want to say complaining about, but... They're confused on how to build the company page. So these were just some of the basic things we thought were a good start. What do you think, Karen? You want to weigh in? Oh my gosh. I love that you're doing that because this is part of what we talk about even with the profile, right? Do this stuff up front and then you don't have to do it again. I mean, you could do it again, but you won't have to do it again. You know, here's the thing. The vast majority of the of the strategy on LinkedIn really is from your personal profile, but having a great company page is so important and it enhances that. Right. If you have a, multiple people that work for you, having them all attached to a great company page just shows more depth to your company. Like there's I could just talk a lot about how great a company page is and doing it right. Yeah. Like, let's not leave any money on the table. I want you to go after business, but 
but use those keywords. And, you know, I, I mentioned that on, on your personal profile, you don't have to pitch, you don't have to always be talking about your products or services, but of course on your company page, you absolutely can and should do that. So it's a great way. It's such a, it's, it's something that a lot of people overlook. Um, and it's really not that hard to do. I love that you're giving them the, the, the individual things like check, check these things off kind of thing, because it's, you know, it's probably already done. You probably have all this information already on your website. It's just a matter of grabbing it and setting up your LinkedIn company page. It probably will take you 10 minutes. So thank you for, for putting that out there because it makes a big difference. You know, if you have a LinkedIn profile and next to your company, it just has like a, gray office building it's not bad but it certainly is a lot nicer when your company logos there and somebody can click on that and it takes them to your company page it just enhances your value so i think it's i think it's brilliant well that was our first of five um visits on tips on how to improve your company page which is something i know a lot of people are struggling with so just thought that was perfect to piggyback on your talk yeah, today. i love it and i love, I love and you doing that yeah. Well, thank you so much for weighing in on our Engage Digital News of the Week. And I want to thank you again for joining us today for our Engage Digital Marketing Intelligence Ask the Experts. You are a wonderful expert. Again, don't forget to connect with Karen after the show. And most importantly, leave her a message so she knows you connected through the LinkedIn Digital Marketing Intelligence Show. Karen, hang out in the waiting room because I do want to say goodbye to you officially. And I'm going to let everybody else know what we have coming up for our next show. So, Karen. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for having me, Marissa. I appreciate it. You're awesome. You're a rock star. You guys, wasn't Karen amazing? It's all about attention to detail. It's all about being consistent. And Karen really just shared the tip of the iceberg with us today. So make sure you go and follow her on LinkedIn for more information. And she's even willing to do a free masterclass with you. Um, called waterthatmoneytree.com. That's how you can get her free masterclass and you can totally up your LinkedIn game and switch your thinking, um, switch the way that you're doing things and your perceptions so that the leads come, the $100 bills come. And as Karen said, you don't go broke passing out Dunkin' Donuts gift cards, right? At your next event. Um, okay, you guys, I just want to let you know, again, thank you so much for tuning in today. Our next show will be Tuesday. This is crazy. It's our 22nd show, our 22nd episode on June 22nd. That was a total mistake, but how cool is that? Join us for our 22nd episode, Tuesday, June 22nd at 11 a.m. Our guest expert will be Mark Setterfield. We'll be talking about content marketing and why in the digital era it's so vital um, in order for you to differentiate yourself and attract more clients. So we'll be talking content marketing. And in the meantime, if you guys have any topic suggestions or you'd like to connect with me on LinkedIn, please do so. I just popped up my LinkedIn uh, link there. And also my email address is marissa.m at engage.com. And earlier in our show today, I mentioned our new program, and that is Engage Live. If you want to check that out, you can do that at engagelive.com as well. You guys, I had such a great time today. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening in on what Karen Yankovich had to share on why LinkedIn is more important than ever, especially after the crazy time. So don't wait or you will be left behind. Get in, get your LinkedIn up to speed, and don't forget to connect with myself. Don't forget, forget to connect with Karen. And of course, do follow the Engage Company page. 
All of this great information today was brought to you by Engage. They produce this bi-weekly show every week, and we are also a host of 25 plus free forever tools to help you grow, scale, and optimize your customer experience. All right, guys, time for lunch in Minnesota. We are gearing up for a great weekend. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend, and we'll see you next week for our next show. Have a great day, everybody.